Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to the 12th Man Rising Podcast, part of the fan-sided podcast network. Here's your hosts, Kevin Daggett and Lee Vowell. Thanks for listening to the 12th Man Rising Podcast. I'm Lee, and with me is Todd. We're still waiting on our intro. Two months. Keep getting emails. Hey, new intro's coming pretty soon. And uh, if you listen to this in three years, you may still, I may still have to say, this is Lee, and with me is Todd, even though it doesn't say that in the intro. But anyway, Todd, how are you? I'm uh, going by the name Kevin today, so uh, I'm doing well. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, I'm alive, and... Uh, not been invaded, so I'm feeling, I'm feeling quite well today. That's right. Yeah. So we're here to talk slavery. No, I'm just kidding. So, um, you know, <laughs> before we get into all the football stuff, how excited are you about baseball season? You're psyched, right? It's baseball season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm totally psyched for the cancellation, the next round of cancellations. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. I like how they, the news is if they don't get anything passed by Saturday night or something like that, two days, uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's sooner than that. So I heard Saturday night, but then I heard it was two days, and that was today. I'm like, hmm, is this delayed or something? But anyway, they were they were talking about if they don't get anything passed, then the baseball, the season may have to be pushed back. <laughs> okay. I think we know that already. It's like, that's not breaking news. Like, yeah. they, haven't, they haven't passed anything. Anyway. Baseball is so, or sports in general, but baseball seems to be the absolute worst at that. It's like, okay, we signed a new contract whose contract lasts for four years, five years. So let's get to work on the next one. Nah, you know what? We're good. Let's wait until we're like seven days out from the next season and we'll really start, we'll really start negotiating that point. Horrible. It's the only sport I know that continuously shoots itself in the foot. Like, right? I mean, they... How many fans have they lost over the last few decades? Because it's like, we're just tired of this BS. It's like, come on. Millions. Millions. I love baseball, and I want the Mariners to do great, obviously. And I think they will be really good, you know, this year or especially next year. But if there's no season, it's like shortened season. I mean, come on, give us a break. No wonder you're losing fans and you're like the third most important, maybe third. Yeah. Heck, maybe hockey's catching up at this point. But. Yeah, it's well, they're playing in hockey. Yeah, that's yeah, very true. Uh, it's so frustrating because it's almost as if I I feel like both sides almost feel like well, you know, we had the shortened season because of COVID, and we're still here. So it's like, okay, so what if we had a shortened season because of labor? Because the labor issue could have been resolved. That's why it's important. It's just. Yeah, it's just uh, so so frustrating. And every time they do it, it hurts them more and more. And the next time they do this crap, people care less and less. Yeah, exactly. And and let me state that again, as usual, I'm on the side of labor. It's like, yeah, I get it. There are people with three hundred million dollar contracts, but someone is signing those checks. They have more money. They're the ones with the power. So that's right, Jeff Bezos. Um. 
so speaking of Stokely Carmichael, you know, anyway, so <laughs> Russell Wilson, yeah, that's a Russell Wilson, uh, could maybe he's involved in this, you know, as agent, maybe Mark Rogers, who's a terrible, I mean, maybe he's a great agent for Russell Wilson, but he's terrible to have to deal with. Right. But Wilson's a baseball player. Maybe that's part of it. He's still trying to maybe work baseball contract and then football contract. Maybe he'll end up getting traded from the Seahawks to the Yankees. The Yankees again. Yeah. There you go. Why not? So anyway, let's talk. uh, Let's talk. We'll talk Seahawks in just a bit. I know this is a Seahawks podcast, right? But it's like, eh, it's the off season. That is the off season. We haven't had a show. We haven't had a podcast since the Super Bowl. What'd you, what'd you think? Were you uh, as upset as everyone else by, we're not going to throw any flags until the last two minutes? I wasn't as upset as everyone else, but yeah, I was fairly upset. Because, yeah, to that point, it had been a fairly clean game. And then all of a sudden, yeah, I mean, ideally, that is supposedly their byword, is the refs aren't going to decide the game. The players will decide the game. And they... they did the exact opposite. They let plays go early on. They were questionable with like you know, the nice little bit of uh, face mask mugging that T. Higgins pulled, which I thought was brilliant. Which actually, yeah, and I'm glad you should, brought that. Sorry should, to interrupt. Should you. have been called. Should not have been called. Yeah, should not have. Right. And our friend. But if it in the last few minutes, would have called it. Yeah, but our friend Kwayu Graham. Did you see what his point on Facebook was? Uh, I missed it. He was, him, yeah, he I I got into a, a Facebook. Dis- well, I didn't. Uh, well, I said something basically to the effect of, hey, they haven't thrown any flags except for the last two minutes in this holding call. I was for the Bengals because of D. Higgins because blah, 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 right. I went to school with his mom. But um, for those listening, I know you know that. But um, for our two listeners. But uh, so, you know, that it uh, that's why I was for the Bengals. But it. It bothered me because of the way it ended, but it would have bothered me no matter who was playing, I think. But I, I posted on something on Facebook where it was like, hey, you know, these flags are getting ridiculous. And then somebody in the Seahawks group uh, who, who I watched the games with said, oh, you know, it's a, it's they should have called the thing on T. You're not going to complain about that. And I was like, I said, no, because it happened in the first. First of all, it had no this happened all of a sudden there. If they had called that. A penalty, and like you said, it shouldn't have been a penalty. But if they had called that a penalty, and then called other plays penalties, fine. But they didn't call anything. They weren't calling anything unless it was obvious, like okay, that player moved before the snap. And then they threw everything in the last two minutes. But Kwayu, and and if you don't know who Kwayu Graham is, listener, you should look it up on Facebook. He's one of the best people we know, and and a football coach. But his point was the ball was underthrown first of all. So that's why there wasn't even any contact to begin with, which there was. And did he hit his face mask? Yes, but it was incidental, if anything. It wasn't like he – that's the thing. There was no intent. And, you know, I'm sorry, T. Higgins is 6'4", and Jalen Ramsey is 6 feet tall. That had something to do with it, too. But it wasn't a penalty, like you said. Anyway, sorry I interrupted. I had to interject that. No, absolutely. And that's – and every sport, players don't care – if you call penalties every other play or if you never call them, they don't care what the strike zone is, but be consistent. That's what they want. And they rarely get it. And that's the problem. When you go, you know, 58 minutes of game time, letting most things go. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you know, I saw your pinky twitch. Yep. What the hell? 
touch foul. You can't do that. And that's exactly what they did. Yeah, I mean, how many flags were thrown in the last? I haven't seen the like the final number, but the last two minutes, it was like there were flags on like every play. It seemed like, except yeah, for maybe one or two, like it was that. ridiculous. And some of them were obvious, like the the Bengals got called for what was a pass interference. That was a pass interference in the end zone, right? I mean, right. you have to kind of call that. But it was all right. set up by the third down hold, which would it should have been fourth down, and that could have been the game. Of course, again, if yep. the if the Bengals had just stopped the Rams on fourth down run earlier, that it becomes moot, right? But, but yep. that hold that they called was not a hold. First of all, it wasn't a hold, and you hadn't called it all game. You didn't call it on Jalen Ramsey earlier, and you didn't, shouldn't have called it then. It just became the NFL just had to input themselves into the game, and that's that was yeah. sickening to me. Yeah, and it just it's it happens so so often and it is really just it's just so frustrating as, as far as the outcome i didn't really care that the rams won i mean as a seahawks fan it's like yeah it's okay it's just going to make them it's it's going to make them bigger targets for other teams to raid their staff which of course has happened and to raid their roster like I, that's fine it's like i don't care i really don't care it's like if if the seahawks can't win well whatever unless it's the 49ers because they suck but, <laughs> but and honestly, if they've been the 49ers, it's the same thing. It's like, fine, win. But yeah. Let's see how you deal with the success. It's like, you know, and I definitely would have preferred the Bengals to win. Absolutely. But I am happy for Matthew Stafford because it does point out, it's like the whole thing about how football is such a team sport. It's like, it doesn't matter how great a player you are. Even if you're the most important player on a roster, as far as the position goes, that's always the quarterback. Doesn't always play it with every player, but as far as the position goes, of course, it's the quarterback. If you don't have a team around you, you're not winning shit. Sorry, but you're not winning anything. Let me correct myself. Stafford, same quarterback that's been on the uh, alleged NFL team, the Rams, the Lions, sorry, the Rams, alleged NFL team, the Rams, yeah. Like, it's not really any different than he was with the Lions, but now he has... A really good coach, gotta give him that. Really good roster. It's like, oh, look what happens. Win a Super Bowl just like that. I, so can't believe you underestimated Matt Patricia like that. <laughs> yeah, what a what an organization. Well, at least now the Lions have a good coach, and you know they have a chance to succeed. They don't have a chance to go to the Super Bowl, but, but finally have a good again, coach and no players. Maybe they do. As yeah, Quandre Diggs but, and Matthew Bengals, Stafford. Though. Who thought the Bengals were going to be in the Super Bowl after the past two years? Actually, I'll tell you who thought the Bengals. This is and this brings up a good point. Actually, Richard Sherman talked about this on his podcast, which I listen to because I like listening to Richard's podcast because he actually makes really good points on certain things. But who thought the Bengals would have been in the Super Bowl in the last two years? Joe Burrow, for one. Yeah. And and his Sherman's point against Stafford was. You know, it's funny because Stafford was still the quarterback he is for 12 seasons in Detroit. They never won a playoff game. And maybe he, his team wasn't around him, but Joe Burrow has a terrible offensive line. His defense really isn't that good. And yet he still made it to the Super Bowl. And why did he make it to? Because because he believed they could. And T. Higgins believed they could. And Jamar Chase. I mean, Chase and Higgins yeah. are probably... But Stafford had... had Megatron. It wasn't like he didn't have players. So, no, I mean, sometimes it does player. come down to the quarterback. Yeah, and Burrow is, has, 
obviously Burrow is a special talent, a special, and mainly because of what's inside his head, not what's in his arm. I mean, you get you get dropped nine times and you win a playoff game. It's like, dude, right. <laughs> that's yeah, you got to keep getting up. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. But is, is Stafford a Hall of Famer to you? I know we're not there with Joe Burrow yet. He's only in the second season. But uh, Sherman's point was that Stafford, um, he's made one one Pro Bowl. Is that right? That can't be right. Anyway, that seems ridiculous. Maybe it's only but, but again, But again, the Pro Bowl is partly right, is like, it, well, how did your team do? People well, look that, at that. They shouldn't, that's true. they look at that. Yeah, but Sherman's point was, uh, you know, the Hall of Fame is not a team thing it's an individual thing True. so you have to Absolutely. base that kind of on what you've done as an individual so pro bowls don't matter because you and i could accidentally make a pro bowl right because everybody drops out and it's like oh leave al you haven't ever played football in the nfl so you might as well step up it's your turn to you're under center i was like okay great. so but it's and and then sherman's and, and the reason i bring this up is because i don't think stafford at this point he's going to put up tons of numbers which every quarterback is going to do in this era, which is Sherman's point. But right. his point also kind of relates to something you and I on all the podcasts we've done for the last 12 years, I guess. And and no joke, if you're just listening to this, we really have done podcasts for 12 years, is that we love baseball, and at least it takes an effort to get into the Hall of Fame. Sherman said exactly the same thing we say when it talks about the Pro Football Hall of Fame, which is, just because you put up a bunch of numbers doesn't mean you should be in the Hall of Fame because everybody's going to put up numbers now. And I, I think yeah. he's completely correct. I mean, he won a Super Bowl because he was with a Super Bowl winning team. He wasn't the reason they won the Super Bowl. He's, he is absolutely in the, in the general term. He's absolutely correct. And, I, and to be honest, I haven't looked at Stafford's numbers that closely and compared them to Hall of Fame players. And eventually he might get in right now. He, he's not a Hall of Fame. Well, Right now, he shouldn't be a Hall of Fame player. That shouldn't. But, is the, but key the, word. NFL, the NFL's criteria for the Hall of Fame compared to the baseball's criteria for the Hall of Fame, it's it's not quite like here's your participation award, you're in the Hall of Fame. But it's a lot closer to that in the NFL than it is in baseball. Baseball, if you made the Hall of Fame, you did something uh, as far as the people who've gotten in in the past 30, 40 years. I mean, yeah, there's some Which there's only been three players. Yeah, it's it's hard to get into the Hall of Fame in baseball. Football, for some players, inexplicably, it takes them forever. It's like, yeah, Charlie Taylor, we're going to make you wait a century to get in. You upset yeah, that it's, train it's, just now, by the way. That train is pissed. It's super pissed off. Because that train is so, like every other ninth-year player in the NFL. They're like, if I can just make it one more year, I'm in the Hall of Fame. It, feels, it does seem that way sometimes, doesn't it, with the NFL? It's... So eventually Stafford will probably get in just because eventually he'll probably have the numbers. But that's the thing is like it's getting easier to get those numbers every year because it's skewed more and more to the passing to the passing game. Yep. Yep. It's uh, it is, it's definitely skewed, but uh, we'll, we'll move on from that. And I agree with you on the Super Bowl. It's like. I don't want the NFC West teams to win because, you know, I want the it's the Seahawks division. But the yeah. only time I would really be upset is if that team beat the Seahawks in the Super Bowl, which they're not, obviously. NFC West is right. going to play another NFC West team. But it's like if the Patriots, I get upset if if they win the Super Bowl. It's like I don't want them to win another Super Bowl. But if they beat if they beat that 
that airplane. Uh, they beat that airplane, yes. Yeah, I mean, then the, you can't play with Jets, right? Yeah, it's okay. okay. But it, if, they beat, if they beat the Rams, it's like, okay, I don't want them to win, but I don't care. But if they beat the Seahawks, it's like, then I get upset because my my team was this close to winning the Super Bowl and didn't. That's fine. That was, that was 5 o'clock Charlie. It was really early today. That's um, right. It's dropping those candies off for the kids here in uh, the, the Berlin airlift that uh, were involved in. You guys yeah. turned 100 years old, by the way. Today. I mean, people are, have no idea. Sorry we've gone off, off track, literally, because the train went by. So. Yeah, the train stayed on the track, though. It didn't come down the street, so it's okay. But did you uh, – another thing, the documentary for the Super Bowl is directed by Wes Anderson this year. Don't know if you knew that. So if you watch the documentary – Everything that you see, it's all right in the middle of the screen. It's, it's crazy how he's changed this. Even the flags it's thrown. The sidelines are framed. It's, it's right. All the action takes place right there on the field. That's right. Yeah, he's uh, he really should film the Super Bowl sometime. Wouldn't that be fun? They should they should do that actually. They should have movie directors be like, okay, we're guest, taking over. Guest directors. Yeah, that's right. This, Next uh, year, Quentin Tarantino is like that's going to be a different game. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, this year, this year the Super Bowl is directed by Chris Columbus. Oh, that's gonna suck. God. <laughs> These young players will be important actors one day, but they're just gonna be like, ugh. Yeah, it's gonna be just the guys who are not even on the bench. It's gonna be ma- mainly a locker room and about you know. Exactly. Owl guys talking. Draco Malfoy is played Jane by Campbell. Matthew Stafford. Matthew <laughs> Stafford. <laughs> The hell oh, oh yeah, so Seahawks. Seahawks. <laughs> so Seahawks. Seahawks. Um so Russell Wilson clearly hates the Seahawks, right? Because he yes, he, he removed for a few days uh the himself on Instagram. His profile pic on Instagram was himself in a Seahawks uniform. Yes. And then he he removed it to I don't know who's ever done this, but his f- profile pic, I'm not joking, was he and his father. I mean, you believe that crap? When people start posting family pics as their pick on, on their social media, you know that he's wanting to be traded. That well, sounds ridiculous. Okay I, but people are okay reacting to it. Out, they call out a website. Is that okay to do, or should I not do that? I, I won't do that. But okay, there, so there is a website that. Uh, the New York Post. Here's here's here. This is the this is the search term that I put in. Former Seahawks now coaching. I was thinking, oh, I wonder if there's any Seahawks that are in the coaching thing. So uh, the first thing was about bringing back Gerald Everett. Next thing is like who's going to be available in the next round. Again, nothing addressing my, my term. The third, the third article that came up, Russell Wilson rumors is it over in Seattle after the quarterback scrubbed Seahawks from his Twitter. It's like, okay, he and didn't it wasn't scrub. Even he didn't scrub the Seahawks. From and it wasn't Twitter, like you said. It's like he didn't scrub the Seahawks from his social media. He changed his profile picture. Literally, the third picture was a he reposted something from Seahawks.com. It's like yeah, he, oh my he did God. not scrub them. He was like Stonewall Jackson, like I'm the right hand of God, and scrubbed them from all humanity. He wiped. <laughs> that's the power that Russell Wilson has. You know, and all this conjecture is like, oh, he's going to the Washington, unfortunately, named Commanders, Commanders who, who now at least have figured out what their championship years were. Congratulations. That's right. Congratulations. 
there. Oh, my graphic design intern who can't figure out how you list championship years. It's like, pathetic, <laughs> that organization. You don't it's even pathetic. have a name for two years, and they don't even put the damn right dates that you won your titles. It's like, for God's sakes. That's right. Holy crap. It's like, yeah, That's Russell right. Wilson wants to go to those morons. It's like, yeah, probably not. And the logic that it was, it's like, okay, so he right. he's no longer, he like, like he's under some contractual obligation to have the Seahawks. Like if, what if he had changed the po- the picture to he and, and Sierra, right? Oh, he wants to be traded to a New York team it's, or a Miami. It's like, which okay. is what, which is what we get. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like, because we always overreact every off season. There's overreaction to something relating to Russell Wilson, unfortunately. And, and that makes, doesn't make 12, but it makes Seattle look because most of it's the, the media elsewhere. It's not the Seattle media, right? Because Bob Condota right. is like, everybody just chill out, right? But it makes Seattle in the national view look like, oh, okay, these people are just out there. The only player they ever had in their whole history of sports, right. which is totally incorrect, is Russell Wilson, right? So, oh, Russell Wilson, they're going to freak out. Well, 12s aren't freaking out. It's everybody yeah, else that's freaking out. Yeah, Mike Digger, Greg Bell, John Clayton, everyone is like, this is ridiculous. It's like every... He- Every responsible person, not including us because we're not, but every responsible person who covers the Seahawks knows how stupid this is. Yeah, exactly. But he changed his this is. he changed his profile pic from him in a Seahawks uniform, and he doesn't have to have. He could just have he and his wife. He could have himself right. jumping off, uh, going surfing. Who cares what he has? But he right. changed it to a, a photo of himself as a young person with his father, who has since passed away. And yeah. they lived in Virginia. So that means he wants to be a Washington commander. What the F? Exactly. How does that even make sense? I also, I also love all the articles on possible trade destinations. And I'm not talking about our particular website or other websites that cover the Seahawks, but websites that are in general sports things or particularly, maybe particularly others, other teams. It's always about what the other team is going to get. Oh, they're going to get Russell Wilson. Yep. And and they may address what the Seahawks are going to get. Sometimes they literally don't even address that. But it's always like, oh, yeah, maybe they'll get a mid-round pick. It's like, seriously, that was one of the articles I read. It's like, hmm, don't think that's going to happen. Uh, okay, what is the motivation? I wrote an article. What's the motivation? You know, and this in particular one is about Bobby Wagner. But again, it's as if it's like, oh, it's like, oh, there's strife. And it's like, oh, the Seahawks. One of them actually said it's like, hey, I think the Seahawks want to part ways with Wilson as much as he wants to part ways with the Seahawks, which is actually that's accurate because they don't. <laughs> Neither one of them want to part ways in any way whatsoever. How many times has Russell Wilson stood in front of a podium and said, I want to finish my career in Seattle. I love Seattle. I love the city. I love the team. Uh, at this point, it might be in the hundreds. And that's just this week. Just like, yep. For God's sakes, there's there is no reason for them to do that is one again this was in the article of bobby wagner and they said oh well you know this like this would be a good reason why he should go to this team because they have cap space and seattle and seattle is over the cap it's like they're not (laughs) they're like 36 million under the cap it's like can you get the basic facts right eighth most cap space in the nfl this offseason oh my god it's like you know when you can't even look Take five seconds, and this is kind of a thing, sorry for the raised voice and the rant, but I swear to God, 
This is what's going on in society in general. You can't take literally 10 seconds to do a damn Google search and find out something factual before you write off your ridiculous opinion piece that's based on stupidity. But that's because we don't care, right? People people generally don't care about the facts anymore. It's all about the talking head that's sort of, you know, like Ian Rappaport. No offense to Ian Rappaport, but what was it, three weeks ago, a month ago at that? <laughs> he came out and said, oh, you know, Russell Wilson trade, blah, blah, blah. And then he comes out this week and he's like, I don't think he's going to be traded. Well, of course he's not going to be traded, but don't, but they have to talk just like we do. We have to talk about something, right? And those guys make a whole lot more money and have a whole lot more inside information than we do, right? Because we're just basically fans and and reporters. And they still make stupid observations. Exactly, because that's that's the thing. They don't know any more than we know when it comes to Russell Wilson being traded. And the reason they don't is because. Nobody's talking about him being traded within the organization. (laughs) So it's just the speculation. So it's don't, I mean, somebody can come out on the Pat McAfee show and say, oh, Russell Wilson's going to be blah, blah. No, they don't know. Nobody, unless John Schneider and Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson all say, I'm being traded. And, or you have some kind of, unless you're John Schneider or Pete Carroll, and you've spoken with the commanders and, no, it's just BS. And and John Clayton gets really upset because he's not going to be traded because just as you wrote in your article, there's no reason to trade him. Yeah. They it's they just get just hurt so financially if they do trade him. Yeah. It's stupid. Was, that's and that's and no one seems to see that. It's like, oh, it's going to cost them twenty six million dollars or actually thirty one since the the roster is like, yeah, of course, of course they would want to get rid of the best quarterback in franchise history and. Spend $31 million to do it. Yeah, but he missed that three games last year, Todd. Sense. He missed three games. That means he's washed <laughs> up. Now, if they would save $31 million by doing it, then you have a discussion. Yeah. And, and, you know, and unfortunately, the Hawks can save over $16 million by moving. It would be a terrible mistake to do that. But there's financial incentive for doing that. Not that they don't have cap space, but that would create more. Well, so, here's something. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I, so I have an article coming out on Tuesday no, because no, it's March 1st. And for those who don't know, we get paid monthly like lots of other people do. So if I wait to post something on the first of the, of the month that creates views, that's more views for that month. And it's good to get stuff started off well for a month. Sorry, that's breaking news. I'm sure that nobody ever <laughs> has their life set up that way. But I do have a, a, an article that will be coming out on Tuesday, March 1st at 7 a.m. Pacific about how <laughs> three replacements for Russell Wilson in 2023, because I think there actually is a, a more realistic uh, possibility that he is no longer with the team after 2022. And the reason is. Financially, it's only $13 million of cap space, a dead cap because that cuts it in half. They save right. 27, sounds ridiculous. They save $27 million and it's the final year of his contract. So if the Seahawks come out after seven to 10 and just lay a, an egg, there's a lot more reason to trade Russell Wilson because you've just then had two straight seasons with Russell Wilson that aren't good. And there's no reason to believe the future will be better. So you need exactly. to start rebuilding, and there would and be a reason to get rid of him at that point. Exactly. Thirty-four. That Gosh, is he that old? Holy crap! He's is he? He, he would like be that. Right? 
<laughs> he would he would be then. And, and and one thing I've mentioned and we've talked about it too is like yeah we also have articles about uh, possible trade destinations and possible trades, and that's because it's Clickbait. possible. It's, <laughs> it's because it's possible, and because people are talking about it and people want to read about it. But it's not like oh my god he's going to get traded. None of them are like oh this breathless stuff. It's like yeah it's like of course it's possible. And if it happens, these would be the best exactly. situations because this is what Seattle gets in return. Exactly. As opposed to it's like, oh my God, this is going to be so great for the ch- Chargers or the Jets or whoever. And so oh, yeah, it's like <laughs> you know, like a seventh round pick and a bottle of I, I don't know. A yeah, I like how the Seahawks are idiots, pizza. like you're saying, right? They're just right. the Seahawks are stupid. Like, oh, we're going to get rid of Russell Wilson, and we're not going to get much in return. It's like that's. What? That's stupid. But I mean, it's yeah. And the reason we comment on it isn't to be clickbait. I, I saw that with uh, Jake wrote an article this week, and it was he was commenting on another article about a three-way trade involving Russell Wilson and the Commanders because uh, they are the Commanders, right? Not just the Commanders, not like the Stanford Cardinal, I think. But um, yeah, he was commenting on an article, and somebody on social media, Facebook, said clickbait. Do you know what click clickbait? We talk about this every week. That's not clickbait yeah. if you're commenting on something that somebody posted or if you're stating something right. backed up. Jake wasn't just saying the headline wasn't oh three way trade for Russell Wilson to Commanders blah 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 and then writes like I saw this week uh, trade of Russell Wilson to the Broncos clicked on it and it was all about DK Metcalf going to the Eagles and it was like <laughs> and it was an Eagles site. It was Eagles Another- wire. By the way, if, if you want to check, oh, but it wow. was like, what? That's awful. What? That's clickbait. Because oh, this article is about no, it's not. It's about something complete. That's clickbait. If you're actually saying what the title is, that's not yeah. clickbait. So stop saying that. Yeah, it's just uh, people are not intelligent in general. But okay. and Jake, Jake writes extremely good art. I wish I would write articles as well as Jake writes. But no, you, you're great. Yeah, that, I, actually, when I'm writing an article, I think how would Todd and and I don't mean this as a joke. I actually think how would Todd phrase this because you're so much more conversational and so much more like to the reader, and I'm more like uh, here's um here's a Murrow, and you're more like hey, I'm gonna be Truman Capote, and it's just I don't know. Oh now! Oh, thanks. Now I have to talk like Truman Capote every podcast. You do you? you have to? You also have to, you know, find out a <laughs> crime. <laughs> the crime you being Russell Wilson be got traded. Would, that would be the crime, and the other can the second crime, the follow crime would be trading DK Metcalf for a first round draft pick, which is like someone posted on social media. It's like, oh wait, so we would trade DK Metcalf for a tiny chance of getting DK Metcalf? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like. Yeah, that's I no one's trading DK Metcalf for a first round pick. It's like, and and oh very God. few teams are going to offer a first round. I love DK. No. He's a great player. He's also a receiver. Very few teams are going to offer a first round draft pick for a receiver. Right. Sorry. You They're can not. draft that's one, just, just like you said. Just how it works. Just how it works. You know, if anything, it's like, and what is he worth? What he's worth to Seattle is like, he's worth the couple first round picks over a couple of years and a couple second round picks it's like then maybe you would trade him and of course no one's yep. going to do that exactly but that's his actual value because two of those guys aren't going to pan out yep and the, and the eagles it's like why would the eagles trade for dk metcalf uh, i mean you need a quarterback first of all right because even if you add dk metcalf he's kind of wasted and then you got to pay him yeah. a whole bunch of money it doesn't make any yeah. sense yeah he is i don't know if he's a generational player yet 
but he all signs point to him being a generational player. You don't; those are the not the players you trade. No, and, and you keep Lockett <laughs> and well, you know, you keep Lockett and Metcalf together now, and have as you've written an article about, and as as we've talked about, then the first receiver to go of those two should be Tyler Lockett because he's getting Sad. older and he's. What they pay him eighty seven million dollars, right? Is that correct in twenty twenty five? It sounds like a joke, but it's twenty is it twenty five million? It's not twenty five. Is that right? Am I making that up? Twenty five million dollars. You're the one who who wrote the article first. It's like that this I mean we, we if if we move him and you don't want to move him either. But no. that's the one that makes financial sense just because of the circumstances of the contract and the age and all the rest of it. It's like it would be a huge blow to the team to move the guy because he is like the new He's not the same personality, but he's the new Doug Baldwin, and just as important to the team, to the team overall. Maybe even more important to the team overall is like, who who flew with Diggs? Exactly. Tyler Lockett. It's like it wasn't even another guy in the defense. It's like, you know, that's just that just speaks volumes. Speaks volumes about Tyler Lockett. Speaks volumes about Quandre. You know, it tells me the Seahawks hate Quandre Diggs because nobody wanted. To <laughs> exactly. They have some tough choices to make. Absolutely, yeah. Do you see where Quandre Diggs changed his social media pic to Russell Wilson and Russell Wilson's dad? I, I don't know if you saw that, but that's breaking. That's that's just crazy. Clearly, he wants to be traded to the high school team. He wants to be team. a free agent, sign with the Commanders. He does. Obviously, he wants to. Maybe he wants to be in a Wes Anderson film. That's right. He would be awesome. Quandre awesome. Diggs is the Wes Anderson film. I know Wes Anderson <laughs> just has a film. The next next film is Quandre Diggs. And it's just Quandre Diggs just standing there. Right in the middle of the screen. Uh, with two hours. Randomly, Edward Norton appears over his shoulder. What did Edward Norton well. do? I must have missed it. Did he do something? Is there something he did to upset the Hollywood establishment? Has he said something yeah. out of turn? He played, he played the Hulk, and people didn't like it. Yes, there you go. But and, uh, Allegedly, he can, he can be difficult to work with, but apparently he's not no. difficult to work with for Wes Anderson. <laughs> Christian <laughs> Bell, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Christian yeah, Bell will be in the like, next Wes Anderson films. Jesus. <laughs> who is not? Be part other, of than pig, other than yeah. Pig Lady, who is not? Who is right. not in the Wes Anderson Mercury Theater production? I'll tell you who won't be in a Wes Anderson film, Phil Mickelson. So, <laughs> Phil Mickelson will not be in a Wes Anderson film, or you or I. Where where are we filming this? Saudi Arabia? No, I ain't gonna be in that film. Sorry. <laughs> Those people are scary. You heard about yes, that whole Phil Mickelson yes, thing? Yes. Actually, when I first heard about it, yeah, when I first heard about somebody, it, but I'm gonna work with them. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, exactly. Exactly. Okay. When I first read it, I was just like. Cool. Wait, I couldn't really tell what was happening. Like, he is pro-Saudi Arabia or anti-Saudi Arabia. I was like, I have no idea what's happening in the story. Okay, and then so I read he's it. He's anti-Saudi Arabia, but he's pro-Saudi Arabian cash. That's yeah, what it is. exactly. Which is, you know, that's mm. America, too, right? It's like, I mm. disagree, but if they're paying me a bunch of money. Which kind of gets, <laughs> I grew up in Virginia. I guess I want to be a Washington commander. <laughs> Yeah, and, and and of course also he also played for a season in North Carolina, so of course, and that's so close. So yeah. exactly, yeah, yeah. Well, he played for that several was... seasons, and then he decided he wanted to play baseball, and then they were like, "No, we don't want you back. We'd rather have 
uh, real whatever his name is, Gannon, not Gannon. It, it is Gannon. Anyway, Rich Gannon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Rich Gannon. <laughs> We'd rather have this guy from the Raiders. It's like, oh, well, wouldn't we all? But it's like all of favor. Todd, I, I do need to ask you a serious question that in the show. Um, now we do this podcast right on the Seahawks, but. I noticed you recently changed your social media to a picture of you and your father growing up when you were growing up in Michigan. Does that mean yeah. you want to be part of the Lions podcast? It and it's does, okay. You can come clean. Well, it does because it's actually of myself and my father, and we're both cats. So, of course, <laughs> of course it is. Well, of course, because they're Lions. Hello. They're cats. And, and we're going to do tigers podcast as well but but the hook Beagles. is here's the quick here's the clickbait here's the clickbait part of it we're only going to do the tigers podcast nope you're you know. breaking up see it, it's funny you broke up skype broke you up the reason is because you, whatever you're saying now come clearly is untruthful and skype untruthful. wanted to wanted to mute you and say look we know todd's going to detroit it's all over social media it's it's clickbait because uh, we're going to do the tigers in the winter we're going to talk about the long Lions in the spring, so perfect. Which is um, ironic, right? It's anti-Shakespeare. It is anti-Shakespeare. Which have you seen the tragedy? The lion winter. So funny. Um, so funny. Macbeth is hilarious. The the part that I and and I'm talking about a different one. Hamlet, when that guy's <laughs> dad is dead, hilarious to start. I mean, come on, that's a great comedic lead in. When the horse falls over in Hamlet's dad's office, it's just, oh, my God. That's right. And Michael Scott's there, and you're like, what? I thought this was the right <laughs> office. And anyway, every that's our single show. time he pops in, he said, that's what she said. Talking that's about right. horses, of course. And we're not talking about Joan Allen. That's our show. Joan Allen? Ah. Joan Allen. Joan Allen. Joan Allen. She'll be in the next Wes Anderson film. Thanks for listening. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.